It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Touch fucking for them days. For them days. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Roker Report podcast in association with the Sunderland Community Soup Kitchen and you join us for the play rating show tonight on the back of Sunderland's 2-all draw with Hull City, top of the table Hull City, Sunderland led twice in the game, unfortunately couldn't hold their lead. Um, right near the end there came very close to winning it and didn't but ultimately it's a point gained. Um, some might say, you know, a bit disappointing, but we will get on to that. And I'm joined tonight by Mark Dugdale. How are we doing, mate? Good evening, Gav. I'm very well, thanks. Hope you are too. Nice, nice. Yeah. And as always, Chris wins here. How are we doing, Chris? I'm all right, Matt. I'm all right. All right, all right, aye, aye. We're all right. Wait, We're all right. Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a funny one, isn't it? I was just saying to Malk off air there, Chris, um, we've sort of come away with a point at top of the table away from home. You probably would have took that. But then you think about the way the game panned out. We sort of took the lead. Well, we did take the lead twice. Um, went pegged ourselves back, and then right at the end, Aidan O'Brien hits the crossbar. Um, I actually feel a little bit hard done to. I feel like we should have won that game. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, and it, our first half performance, I thought we were a better team. Um, I thought, I mean, oh, easy, easy. Yeah. First, first ten minutes of that, it's probably the best first ten minutes I've seen all season. Yeah. Ab- yeah. Absolutely fantastic! I thought it was brilliant. Um, I, I, and it's funny because it was kind of role reversed. Second half, Hull did to us in the second half what we did to them in the first half, um, and and they kind of stepped it up. But I mean, this result, and and you think, and all three of us, I think, are probably sitting here a bit disappointed. I think everyone else, uh, probably who watched the game, are probably like, oh, you know, we we should have won that, could have won that. I mean, and then you've got to think, Hull are top of the league. They've won nine in the last eleven. Um, the you know the, they've only conceded before tonight. They've only conceded eleven at home in twenty-one games, um, and we've scored two against them in one. So they were basically on an average they were conceding one every two games, and we've scored one uh, two goals in one game against them. So I think I think the lad yeah. the lads were great tonight, full of effort, um, played a good side, and in the end, it draws probably a fair result. Ish. Yeah, Ish. perhaps. What about the defending, though, Malk, tonight? I think that's oh, probably our undoing, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll get into the player ratings and we'll flush out the, you know, the the heroes and the villains as we normally do. But you know, the the defending, we knew that when we took on a style like we thought Lee Johnson was going to bring in, defending is going to be something we're going to have to do more of because you know yeah. we're going to try and attack more. 
Um, but you know the defending was was a little bit woeful in places. It was quite solid for long periods, to be fair. But we were exposed in a couple of key places for me. Yeah, but Mark, that wasn't that's not style of play. I thought it's kind of individual errors, isn't it? It's kind of you know it's not it, it's not like oh we're all out attack and we're conceding goals. It's just the daft individual errors that we need to cut out. Yeah, but we are we are higher up the pitch under Johnson than we ever were with Parkinson. So if you make an individual error and you lose the ball, chances are it's going to be converted towards at least a sniff of an opportunity, you know. And uh, but that, it was it was more opportunities um, in certain areas of the pitch that they took advantage of, and we just couldn't stop because of the personnel yeah. in those areas for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm. Going to save my fume for Callum McFadzian for the player <laughs> ratings. We'll not get on to him yet. No. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, it was a pretty good performance from Sunderland all round. I thought we just worked very, very hard. And I think certain players can probably feel let down by the likes of, of McFadzian and Bailey Wright tonight as well, you know. And again, that's another player we'll analyse in a bit more detail in the ratings. Um, but he was shocking for me tonight as well. Um, only, only reason we're probably not seeing as much fume for Wright's performance as because of McFadden really, but yeah, all round decent performance. I thought Ledbetter played very well in the first half. The the middle three thing sort of suited him. Uh, Scowin could argue that's his best game of the season for me. Um, Jordan Jones in attack, very good. Lyndon Gucci could argue that was his best game. So, you know, it was a real mixed bag from us tonight. I think individually there were some good performances there. It was definitely an improvement on what we've seen in the prior three games. It gives me a bit of hope that now, you know, with four games left, Chris, against winnable opposition, I would say, um, that we might pick up a few wins because we are we are going to finish in the playoffs by the looks of it. So we need to finish strongly and give ourselves a good chance, right? Yeah, that's it. And uh, the, the first half tonight, I mean, I, I think... I think if we play like that, and it was kind of on the same level as that Portsmouth away game, I, I felt that first yeah. half. Um, and if we yeah. if we mm-hmm. play like that, like we did against Portsmouth, or like we did in the first half tonight, I think we'll blow anybody away in the playoffs. It's just all about consistency. And if we get a bit of momentum in the last four games and get a bit of consistency and keep at that that high tempo, high press, and if we keep at that and, and keep it up going into the playoffs, um, I'm confident we'll we'll do anyone in the playoffs. Yeah, it's an interesting bag, isn't it? Though, Malcolm, I'm just looking at the league table. Lincoln won tonight. Lincoln are now level on points with us with a game in hand. Blackpool have a game in hand on us and are four points behind us. Then Charlton are on a mad winning run at the minute under Nigel Atkins. They they've never lost for a while. They're they're occupying currently sixth spot. Um, it looks like they'll probably get a playoff place considering they've got two games in hand over Oxford. Um, so we, I'm not saying we have to look over our shoulders. I actually think we'll probably win a couple of games and that'll be enough. Um, but I think it's going to be tough, isn't it? You're seeing some good teams coming into form now in in the playoff spots. It is going to be tough, but the minimum that we needed tonight was a solid performance, um, a bit of confidence back, a bit of swagger back in the team, and we definitely got that. You know, yeah, but, for, but yeah. for the paint work, you know, we would have won that. You know, how many times did we hit the post or the barbecue? Four times across the whole game? Something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, Jones Jones hit hit it in the first half and then we obviously um we hit it right at the end with Aidan O'Brien. I mean that, that was a killer, Chris, wasn't it? I thought that was in. Yeah. He he'd actually yeah. came very close like a minute before as well, hadn't he, O'Brien? That with with the, the save by um Ingram and in goal. Yeah. yeah. So that that was a sickness. That's why I feel a bit disappointed because 
I feel like we sort of had the game there. I know, I know, and, and kind of Maguire making the difference at the end, giving us a bit of a bit of a spark at the end. Um, with our, I thought it was a, a mm. great cross in his left foot, wasn't it? Swung right in that near post. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, and and O'Brien was kind of he was only three yards. It only needed to go forwards. Um, but I don't know whether he tried to be too clever with it or what. But it seemed to go up rather than just <laughs> rather than just straight in the back of the net. But uh, I thought we'd won it. I thought we had all three points. It would have been a crack and win to to, to nick it at the end, but. Uh, but we'll, we'll take the draw, I think. The draw and the performance, like Malk said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll jump into the three-word reviews very quickly then that I've asked the Roka Report Twitter followers to give us. Um, our, our, our podcast producer, Sean, says, deserved the win. Fuck the ref. Let's start Hume. Yeah, that, Sean, that's more than three. That's nine. <laughs> you can't count. Was that three um, submissions, was it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's allowed it. He's the, he's the man, isn't he? Uh, Evan Lloyd says, right off pace. Uh, Wheeze Keys, 73, says, Johnson picked McFadden. Uh, Jake Harwood, again, right and McFadden. Uh, Malcolm Hogg says, McFadden cost us. Uh, <laughs> Is there any not about and, McFadden? Uh, <laughs> They're pretty much all about them, yeah. Ander Grimm says sack the left back, LB even. Uh, McFads and Northern League says Evan Lloyd. I'm going to try and avoid the McFads and ones. The majority of these are about Just them. Keep scrolling, uh, Evan guys. Lloyd keep again, O'Brien, very unlucky. Evan Lloyd, more points dropped. Evan, you're getting quite a few in here. Uh, Connor Keenan, another missed opportunity. Uh, Steve Reed can't be asked. <laughs> um, Petty says burn his contract. I think we know who he's talking about. Um, Dan Sanderson says concrete boots right and we will end on one from Paul Oliver who says blown automatic promotion I think we probably blew that three games ago I wouldn't blame that on tonight's performance necessarily no. but I think you're just sensing a lot of disappointment there from from the Sunderland fans on Twitter who were uh, a little bit frustrated that we sort of threw it away again um, in some sense you could say we did throw it away you know defensive mistakes have led to us conceding two daft goals but yeah let's jump into the player ratings then uh i will give lee birch to you chris you can start with him i i think i thought lee birch was good tonight um i thought i i, I don't think you got enough credit for that save off that free kick about 15 minutes in it looked from the yeah. angle like it was going right into the top corner and uh he might- yeah i thought it was in i thought it was in i thought it was a cracking save that and then he made a really good save uh right at the beginning of the second half really low down that he managed to keep hold of um yeah. and then another one that was kind of kind of smashed up like across the box and uh he, he kind of palmed it palmed it out and made a good save but uh, at the same time he'll be disappointed to concede two as well so i've got him down as a seven tonight thought he did all right especially after the blackpool game he needed that yeah, he played very well for me. Yeah. Uh, I'll take Max Power then. Max Power, I thought, uh, just sort of coasted through the first half, did his job, pressed well. Second half, um, did very well, I thought, actually. When he moved into midfield, he played some good forward passes uh, into Jones's feet in particular. One Jones got a shot away from, uh, just got stuck in. I thought he did okay tonight. Power, he's had a couple of bad games in the last run, uh, but tonight, all right for me, so I gave him a seven. Uh, Malk, you've got Luke 09. Yeah, I, I thought Luke was probably one of our better defenders. There wasn't much competition today, to be fair, but um, you know he was getting ahead, you know, up the pitch a bit early on. Even mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I do think he played McGuinness on side for the equaliser in the twenty eighth minute, and he could have just stepped up and stopped that from happening. Uh, yeah. Second half, when we made some changes, really kind of 
you know, he made a couple of clearing headers and he pushed forward towards the end really well. So overall, I gave him a six. I think he was decent and one of the better defenders in the crop. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Chris, you've got Bailey Wright. Like I said, I think he had a poor game today. He did, he did. But I kind of fail for him at the same time because I think if you talk to Lee Johnson and Bailey Wright, I think they'd probably both admit that he wouldn't be playing, he wouldn't be starting games at the minute in an ideal world. I think uh, if Dion Sanderson hadn't getting injured, I don't think Bailey Wright would be in the starting eleven yet. I think he'd be playing for the the odd game for the under twenty threes. He'd be coming off the bench maybe if we were kind of doing all right and he could he could come on. But I, he he shouldn't be starting games. I don't think he's fit enough. He's not sharp enough. He made that foul after fifteen minutes. That kind of tactical foul on the edge of the box got a yellow card, and I thought, oh bloody hell! You know, every chance he could be sent off in this game because hmm. he, he's off he's off the pace. And when when defenders are off the pace. The, the kind of they're always half a yard out on their tackles and, and he was um yeah but I mean there was times when he made he was there with the blocks and he's he's kind of stepping in when when Lee Johnson's asking him to really when he when he shouldn't be so I mean kind of for that reason uh, and he, he was there when we needed him at times I, I kind of bumped him up to a five because I kind of feel feel for him in a way mm. Callum McFadden oh dear now I want to get I, I've <laughs> saved myself for this that is the worst I've ever seen a Sunderland player play, ever, <laughs> ever. He was skinned time after time after time after time after time after time by Wilkes. Horrendous. He got nowhere near him. Crap for both goals. Should have came off at half time. Everyone could see it. I put on Twitter, McFadden needs to come off before he costs us again. Mm. And he cost us again. He got skinned for the second goal. Horrendous. He is a Northern League player. He is shocking. He is the worst left back I've ever seen at Sunderland. The worst performance I've ever seen from a Sunderland player tonight. And that's irritating. In a game where we were actually very good as a team, he was shit. He made Malik Wilkes look like Ronaldo. I've never seen a player get tortured that badly. Horrendous. He gets a zero and he's lucky he gets that. I actually wrote down that I I might just refuse to mark him because... (laughs) Pathetic. Just I've never seen a Sunderland player that bad. And Denver Hume came on and didn't really have to do much to look an improvement on him. Just horrendous. I can't say enough about. It. I'm going to bring you two in on this one because we have to talk about. You it. know when you know when you see like a a dad or something play with his little Ben, and like you know when he just <laughs> you know in the park or something, and you know when he's like taking the mic out little little Ben and he's kind of running running rings around his little. That was Wilkes yeah. and McFadden. <laughs> It just yeah. reminded us. It just it was men against boys on that side of the pitch, and uh, he did. He just looked like a kid trying to keep up with people. I honestly shocked Malk at how uh, bad he was. I don't he, like he picking players man. out. Actually, it's it's not a trait of mine to sit here and sort of dig players out intensely. But that was embarrassing. When in such an important game, that was really embarrassing. He 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 should never play for us again. On the back of that, for me. And it's not even the first time, Gav. I mean, I, I agree that was the worst performance that he's ever had and that I think any Sunderland defender has had for many, many years. Um, but it's not even the first time. We've got to ask, what on earth does Hume need to do to get a start? Um, you know, if if we'd have changed things around and gone Hume first and then McFadden for the last 20 minutes, at least he would have had a bit more energy to try and keep up with yeah. the likes of that lad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but he was bloody, he was bloody awful. Um, and, you know, we can only assume that Hume just hasn't got the match minutes in his legs yet. Um, because why on earth would we play that guy 
when there's anybody even with one serviceable leg on the bench. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just yeah. don't understand it. Right, let's move on from him. I'm, yes, I'm already sick of him. Uh, right, Grant Ledbetter is yours, Malk. So we go from um, a big, big trough to a big, big peak with Ledbetter for me. I thought he had a fantastic game. Uh, yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. First off, um, you know, he was he was a little bit kind of uh, loose with the ball in the first 10 minutes, but then he just started to own the, the midfield the more and more the game went on. Great penalty in the 30-odd minute. Uh, to give us the lead back. Um, really good free kicks, uh, really good ball into Wake where headed uh, he headed it onto the post, but either someone was offside or they saw some kind of bloody foul. Uh, second half, he came off in the 72nd minute, but even in the 60-odd minute, you know, five or ten minutes before he came off, he was shown like real maturity and composure when there yeah. was danger mm-hmm. in the box, you know, and bringing it out. Um, I gave him an eight and a half for the first half. And a six and a half for the second half, so I'm I'm going to give him an eight because I think he deserves that yeah. and the strength of his sixty odd seventy minutes that he played. He was really really good. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, Carl Winchester, Chris. Yeah, Carl Winchester, a little bit frustrating, but it was kind of um, he had two sides on today. I mean, that first half, our midfield three were, I mean, started off in that first half with that kind of coordinated pressing that they were doing. Him and Scowen working together, they were hunting in packs. Uh, pressing really high up the pitch. I mean, it was so effective in that first half with it, how they were kind of pressing yeah. ball. They, they got possession in really good positions for us uh, two or three times. Um, and the way they were working together, the only problem was when he got the ball, he just kept giving it away too often and he kept giving really cheap balls away to them. Um, and he just kept frustrating us in that sense. And second half, he faded a little bit and eventually... Uh, came off with 20 minutes left. So it was a really good start to the game, um, as kind of with the whole team were, really, and uh, that midfield. But uh, he ended up getting a six. He just gave up the, the ball away a bit too much for my liking. Yeah, I'm next with Josh Scowen. I gave him a nine. I, I, like I Love said earlier have. in the show, I actually think that's as, as well as Josh Scowen's played for Sunderland, just thought he'd done everything that I would expect of him. And I think in a three-man midfield, it suits him, mm. to be fair. Yeah. You know, he... There's not there's not much responsibility on him to actually move the ball. His job today was just to 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 press and hurry and win the ball, um, and he did everything that that I think the manager probably expected of him. Yeah. And I, I think I think he's had some really poor games recently, and we have to give him credit today. I thought he was really good. Yeah. Um, like I say, probably his best game for Sunderland, I would say. I, um, I think so as well. So I gave like I say, I gave him a nine. I might have marked him up one actually. To be fair. Maybe probably more of an eighth performance, but I just think because I've been a bit harsh on him recently, I don't think he actually put a foot wrong. So he gets a nine. He gets a nine from me. Yeah. The, the um, other thing, just one one quick thing with Scowen is that the, I thought the really impressive thing with Scowen is that he seemed to be the point person on the press. When Scowen went, you saw everybody else kind of bunch up behind him. He seemed to be the kind of the main instigator of it, and uh, I think it was a perfect role for him tonight. Yeah, he was unlucky with that charge down on the goalie as well, wasn't he? He should have had a goal from that, bless him. Yeah, to, it was a, it, it, for yeah, again, it, yeah. It's somebody's performance up that, yeah. He just charging the keeper down's great. Uh Malt, you're next with Lyndon Gooch. Another great performance. Um yeah. yeah, he 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 started really well, drawing free kicks, um, really good drive and cross ten minutes in where we hit the bar. Um you know, and then another great ball through to Jones for that quality first goal, man. That's that's one of the best goals we've scored all season, I think, both the cross yeah, and the brilliant. and the strike. Um he you know, he won the penalty with a juggling and, and got the, the, the handball. 
Um, yeah. He was defending. He was he was everywhere, you know. Even in the 91st minute, he put the cross into O'Brien. That got saved, um, you know, which, you know, almost held, helped us to, to take all three points. Uh, I gave him an eight and a half overall. Um, and I think... Um, Given that you've given Scowen a nine, I think he was as good as Scowen. So I'm going to round yeah. up to a nine because um, the Same lads, you know, <laughs> he, he was he was very very good today and deserves all the praise he gets. Totally agree. Like I say, he's another player who's had a lot of stick recently, and when he plays like that, you've got to hold your hands up. Agree. Uh, Jordan Jones, Chris. Yeah, well, I mean, what what a first ten minutes uh, hit the bar. Kind of uh, was it six or seven minutes in, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then a few minutes later, Gooch did his thing, like you said, and uh, like like Malk said, what a finish, what a, what a superb finish. A lot of people would have just skied that fifty feet over the bar, but uh, he caught it nicely and and kind of kept it low and right in the bottom corner. Um, he looked positive. He was taking players on. It was nice to see him looking positive again and using his pace uh, down the left. Um, and I thought he faded a little bit, but purely because of how he played, especially that that finish and the goal. Um, I've got him down as an eight. Thought you had a really good game. Same. Uh, I've got Charlie Wyke. I thought he didn't have any chances really created for him, but he had to do a lot of dirty work off the ball, holding it up, bringing people into play. Um, decent target man performance, I would say, really, without without particularly shining. So I gave him a six. Um, he didn't really do anything wrong, Charlie Wyke. I just would have been nice to see a couple of crosses land on his head, but um, unfortunately, it just didn't happen tonight. Uh the subs I will quickly blast through because we want to try and round off. So I gave all four of them sevens, actually. Jack Diamond, I thought, was really positive when he came on, uh, carried the ball well. O'Brien was very unlucky, as we've said repeatedly, to not score and then hitting the bar. Denver Hume, just a massive improvement on on McFadden and should have came on a half-time for me. And uh, Chris Maguire put a great cross in for that for that uh, O'Brien uh, chance off the, off the post. So... Um, so yeah, I thought the subs all did a did a bit of you know positive work for us actually, which is good. Um, man, the match and I've I've given it to Lyndon Gooch tonight. What about you, Malk? Same, mate. Yeah, he was he was a game changer. And and the one elephant in the room is we've just played like that without one minute from Aidan McGeady. Yeah, know. we haven't even mentioned that exactly. <laughs> you know the the so the lads who took to the pitch today, away from home against top of the league, they really stepped up in the absence of one of our yeah, real absolutely. quality players. So, see, I agree, Gooch gets it all day for me, but there were a lot of contenders. Absolutely, and what about you, Chris? Uh, well, if you two give it to Gooch, I'm going to have to give it to Josh Scowen. Like you said, I think that's his best performance in the Sunderland shirt, and I think he deserved it. Yeah, I, I was pretty... I could have given it either of them, to be honest. Lee Johnson's rating, then, I've given him a 5 out of 10, Malk, mainly because I think... He should have recognised that Mc, that McFadden needed to come off at half time. I think everybody could see that there was another mistake coming from him, and he didn't do it. And we probably would have came away with three points had Denver Hume came on at half time for me. So that's why I've marked him down. That I think otherwise he d- he did a good job today. You know, team selection was good, subs all made a difference. But that McFadden that McFadden decision probably haunt him after the after the game. I think. I would agree, mate. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would probably give him a six rather than a five. Um, that's the one error that he did uh, make, and he didn't correct in a timely enough manner. Um, that said, he set us up in a really good formation. Uh, we ran large portions of that match and made top of the league look very, very average in places. Um, so you know what he did without somebody like McGeady and with such a makeshift defence. 
apart from the the McFuck up. Um, you know, he's he's <laughs> he's done a decent job, so I would have given him a six. Yeah, what about you, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I think I'd maybe give him a slight... I completely agree with you, Gav. Just maybe give him a little bit more credit, like with Malk, just in terms of how we set up. McGeady comes out, and uh, you, you see the team beforehand, and you think, oh, bloody hell, Ledbetter, Winchester, and Scowen in midfield. That's a bit negative. And, like, ironically, there was more players getting forward than I've seen in, in weeks, even with that, that three man yeah. midfield. So, the, the the role that he gave Scowen and that he had to probably set up pretty quickly, I think the McGeady injury was pretty late in the day. Um, and to, to kind of change the formation. And it, it, interestingly, it's going to be interesting to see what Johnson does in the last few games because that formation in that first half looked really impressive, the way the, the, the pressed hole. So it'll be interesting how he sets up in in the last few games. Yeah, we've got we've got happening on Saturday, so it's uh, another little test, I guess. We just need to keep winning games, I think. Uh, we need to get back to winning games even. You know, Accrington, we should be beating them at home. We need to set ourselves up for the playoffs now and, and, and finish in a good spot. You want you want that third place, don't you? Because um, you get the semi-final against the sixth place team and it won't be easy, but it's, you know you would rather play sixth than fourth. So um, so yeah, we have to go there on Saturday. We have to go out on Saturday and, and win the game. That, that's pretty much it. And uh, I think there's a lot, of, a lot to take from tonight's performance. Let's just hope that we get a couple of players back from injury. He recognises Hume needs to play like Malk touched on earlier in the pod. And and we get the win. We just need to feel feel that winning feeling again. I think we were very close today, and we should feel a bit aggrieved. I, I wouldn't feel too downhearted if I was, um, if I was trying to you know, put my finger on it after the game. I think Sunderland fans should try and keep their chins up. We can still get promoted. All right, it might be the lottery of the playoffs, but um, but it is what it is. You know, we would have took that probably when Johnson came in, considering the position he took us over from, and you know. We have to just try and remain optimistic. There's nothing much else we can do. It's pointless sitting moping and calling them bottlers and this, that and the other. We are where we are. We have to just try and win some games now and hopefully hopefully finish strongly. Yeah. yeah. Thanks very much. Catch you all later. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 